And then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello and welcome back to our manifestation journey. My name is Mickey. My name is Sam. We are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. We're back. We're back. Feels really good to be back. (laughs) Uh, What a whirlwind it has been. Yeah. That was interesting. Uh, thank you for hanging in there with us, fam. It's been crazy. Um, and it's such an interesting time, too. Like, yeah. We're recording this. This is episode 111. We had a completely different plan for this episode. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we're like, we're going to listen to all of our previous... Because it landed, this 111th episode, right? Mm-hmm. The numbers defined, landed on our third year anniversary for omj yeah coincidentally yeah so we were like we need to make a big deal out of this like we need to like use this as a day to celebrate and go over the last three years and talk about our favorite moments and we had a completely completely different plan yeah but in typical universe slash omj fashion everything gets flipped on its head mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. remember the time we were gonna announce my pregnancy and then yes <laughs> we had our whole reel done we had a whole episode recorded yeah we like did. over an hour talking about like the past three months and what it's been like keeping it a secret blah 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 and the day it's supposed to come out is the day i miscarriage it's like what like this is what happens with omj right this is what happens when you document real life in real time yeah like does some things just don't go to plan have a plan (laughs) and universe is like you're cute and flips it upside down so on our we actually got released from the hospital on our third anniversary yeah Uh, for those of you who don't know um that week uh my my husband and i have a son named george he's four and uh, he was complaining of leg pain, which we were like, what's going on? And then he had a crazy fever and he just wasn't acting like himself. And so we were trying to, because they've had bugs before. So we were trying to like mitigate it with Tylenol and Advil and it just wasn't sticking. And it's like everyone in the house was like, I just, everyone's got bad vibey vibes. I was the only one that was like, I think this is just a bug. But I was just, I was like hoping for the best, I guess. Maybe I was yeah. in a bit of denial. Uh, yeah, everyone was like, I think he needs to see someone. I, yeah. Yeah. Like everyone. I had this, yeah, I had this feeling. I'm like, he doesn't look right. He doesn't look right. Yeah. I don't know. He doesn't. Yeah. So. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not my place to. No. Do things or say things, but I'm like, I, 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 he needs to see He doesn't look right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's been broken. He's not. Not functioning. Not functioning well. Um, so yeah, we were in the hospital for, uh, four days and we were not prepared, right? Like you go to the emergency room. We do live in, uh, Ontario, Canada, Kingston, Ontario, Canada. So we are one of the fortunate countries in the world that has access to free healthcare. Um, so the wait times are long, but it's free when you get in. So it's kind of like feels like it's a good trade to me <laughs> well and it's a triage triage system so yeah. if you go there with your 
God forbid, but like your arm cut off, they're obviously going to serve you first. Right. It's like, all, it's, yeah. Taking it's not like, sorry, someone with condition. a cold is ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. Uh, and they usually, they're usually pretty good about taking care of kids pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, we, I think we sat in a merge for, I want to say three hours, which isn't too bad, I guess. <laughs> sucked with a kid with a fever but thank god for smartphones i don't know what parents did with their kids before smartphones because mm-hmm. like we just watched peppa pig and gave him tylenol and waited for them to see him uh but yeah it was like kind of a dramatic trip over like we took the boat over because we live on an island so <laughs> we took our our little boat i don't know what you'd call it it's a little personal boat <laughs> it's not a fishing boat it's no. an actual like yeah it's got a hard top and stuff yeah. so we took that over and mason actually almost ran into a big like fashion passenger like tourist boat because we were we were talking about what to do when we got to the hospital we forgot the car seat mm-hmm. so we were gonna just stick him in the car <laughs> to take him from the the dock to the hospital Luckily, which is literally around the corner it's like two minutes away it's with hard to describe but it's yeah. so close it's real the hospital's on the water you can so, see the hospital yeah. <laughs> on the boat yeah. so like i wasn't worried about it we're like well you know if we get pulled over we'll just explain the situation um but it was just like it was stressful and it was quick and it was dramatic and he was feeling really shitty so it was like really hard to parent and uh wife <laughs> at the same time right like you're trying not to scare george and trying to keep things light but also like what are we gonna do anyway so yeah we went into the hospital we were there for a couple of hours and it was feeling really crammed and the end of the vibe in the emergency room is not good it's a weak vibe in there Mm -hmm. and you just feel like you're stepping into the matrix Mm. right like you feel like you're stepping into drifter land right where just people who don't know the power of their own thoughts and don't know haven't educated themselves in a way that we have and so there's a lot of that is actually one of the issues really with our free health care there's lots of mental health issues that get clogging the system kind of in our emergency room so there's lots of people that are seeking health help and support um because that's the only way they get it Really, right? The only way they get care is through the healthcare system. And so, you know, we're waiting to to get George admitted or in, at least into Emerge. You know, and the nurses are talking to each other and I can hear the one nurse say that she's been in here three times today. Like, we've already, right? But like this person's slowing everybody down because they have to go through the process. They have to ask all the right questions and they have to like do their due diligence. But it's the same person that's been in there three times and you just feel for them. Like you feel for these triage nurses that are like, how do you like, are they actually in pain or are they just really seeking love and attention? Like what, what's going on here? So that that's all fascinating just to like witness and, you know, watch and it's like a science experiment in there, Mm -hmm. you know, like you're just watching all the players and anyway, so we got into a merge and they uh, they were really concerned about his leg. His leg was the major concern. So we kept 
complaining of leg pain and like when he woke up he woke up in the night the night before that we went to the hospital and he he didn't want to walk he wanted to crawl to the bathroom he said he had to pee but he wanted to crawl there so that's obviously alarming uh but i looked at it as like oh it just must be like you know when you have a fever and chills and like i've had it where like my body aches so i just thought it was that um and so but it was like it was uh centralized yeah is that the word Mm -hmm. so in the one then the one leg so it was that was the most concerning to uh, the doctors and then of course this is george's first experience in any kind of like when he's cognizant in like a medical setting so like they have to take blood that's not fun for a four-year-old you know like they don't know what's going on and then someone they come someone they don't know comes over wearing a mask yeah and jabs him in the arm and he's like ow like you know he's crying he's like what is this mom you know and you're just like it's okay buddy like it's not okay you know like he's not okay he's upset and he has a fever and you know like yeah and where are we and it's (laughs) 10 o'clock at night like anyway so that was that was rough. Uh, but then they came back with the blood work and they said they're really concerned about how high his white blood cell count was. Mm-hmm. She said it was off the charts, sky high. And with the localized leg pain, she was like, we, we need to admit him. Like, this is really looking like um, uh, a bone infection. Wow. <laughs> we were like, great. <laughs> <laughs> Like we are not prepared at all, right? And like I you just, didn't even bring a bag. No. I mean we brought snacks for George. <laughs> brought and like snacks. You know, Tylenol and but you, like a yeah. little but nothing for ourselves. Like nothing. We had nothing. So they're like, Yeah, we're we're admitting you you're going up to um kid kid ten is the top level of the hospital. Uh yeah, we're going and we're gonna get your room as soon as we can. So I think it was like an hour later that we got a room, which I was honestly impressed with. I'm like, who are they moving out so we can move up? Like, how does this work? Um, but yeah, so Mason ran out and nothing was open and like everything used to be 24 hours. We had like 24 hour Walmart and shoppers. Nothing was open except a gas station. So he got, I think he got like bananas and like, And phone charges from the gas, like basic, right? Like, what are we gonna do to just get <laughs> through the night? And phone charges, yeah, <laughs> just get us through the night. Uh, so, but again, we're very, very fortunate. Like the the this floor was super uh, equipped for families, like and kids. Like each kid gets their own room. We didn't have to share with anybody, and it was. <laughs> beautiful it was like overlooking the water slash the island where we live like we could just look and see the windmills and stuff that's on our island and the room was big and like there's an xbox in every room and like our own private bathroom and i'm like i just can't imagine what this would be like in other countries other like i don't know maybe that's maybe someone in the united states is laughing at me like okay cute you know like maybe they've got better systems than this if you pay more for it i don't know but i was really impressed with the space we were given to feel comfortable Mm -hmm. to protect him and help him heal like that was really nice um and yeah like access to all the streaming apps like disney plus and netflix and so he could just 
YouTube, like he was comfortable, right? Like he had his shows and that just made him really happy. Um, so I slept with him in the bed. Mason slept on this God awful cot. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I did it one night, the last night that we stayed. And I'm like, you should have been complaining days ago. Like mm. you should have gotten a hotel room. This is brutal. It was like sleeping on plywood. It was really bad. Um, but I don't know. Mace is just a freaking champ. And of course, doesn't it complain about anything? Cause he's yeah. not me. Uh, but yeah, it was, we had to wait two days for an MRI mm-hmm. and they wanted to watch him during those two days. Uh, so that's what we did. We just kind of hung out there and they had to come, keep coming in to take vitals. But every time he was terrified, cause I think he thought they were going to take blood. Right. And he had an IV in his arm. And he, that was just... He hated, he hated it. the IV. He just wanted my hand on his IV the whole time. He said it only felt better when my hand was on it. <laughs> so, like, I can't do anything. Like, I had to be like, I'm going to go pee, but I'll be right back. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'd go pee and come, like, a hand on my arm, like, all the time. And it was in that little crevice, too. So, like, mm. anytime he, like, bends his arm or, like, he was just freaked and the first time he saw it he like freaked out because they did it but then they put something over top like a bandage mm-hmm. so they had to take that off once we were in the room and he saw it and was just like oh, oh my god like, i was like fair kid fair like Poor. it's like you've been abducted by aliens you know <laughs> and they've like put things in your body without your consent and you're mm-hmm. like what is happening right <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah, because if it was under his consent, he would have said no to everything. And he would have been like, well, I guess you're not getting better then. That's right. Like, as a parent, you have to make these decisions that you trust will heal, heal your kid. Yeah. But you're just like, this is, this sucks. Like, <laughs> he's just very unhappy. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, and it turns out, so he went in for the MRI, which he had to get sedated for. Mm-hmm. And this was peak awfulness of our stay in the hospital it was like so bad i'm laughing now just because of how dramatic it was yeah but at the time counter it i was wrecked like it was awful like he was terrified terrified and they had to um like prep him to go in before we went Plus, we're taking medicine in between this. We're taking fever meds that he doesn't like. Like, you know, so it's like it t- would take us half an hour for us to get like eight milligrams of something into him. So, yeah. and as a team, and we're sipping water in between and we're taking deep breaths and we're hugging and we're whatever we can do to try and get him to calm down to take some fever medication. And of course, the longer he waits, the worse his fever gets. So then he feels shittier. So then he doesn't feel like doing anything. So, like, anyway, so that's all in between and checking vitals and everything else. So we have to prep them and they're all like, you know, we got to go. Like, let's go. It's just like, can you just, he's four and he's never done this before and he's friggin' terrified. So how about we just take this one step at a time? Um, and so we, they wheel us down to um, the MRI room and everyone's kind of stressed down there because George's COVID test didn't come back or the results were skewed or something. So they had to do a second one, which was torture for him, like to put that thing up his nose. It's almost like he he hated that almost worse than the needle in his arm. It's just confusing. <laughs> it's like, George, is it that bad? Like, we're just putting a swab, like just around the inside of your nose. And he was just not having it. He was just screaming and it was 
horrible. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry I'm laughing. I'm just it's, it's so, so dra- close to it's home so dramatic because I know him so well. So I'm just like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. And he's just like, no. And I'm kind of like, fair, you know. Like I'm not even holding it against him. I'm like, yeah, yep. Like you've been through a lot, and we have to put you through so much more. <laughs> so we get into the MRI area, and they're all like. <laughs> There's, the person that picked us up is in full COVID gown. Mm-hmm. So they pull in and they're like, this patient has COVID? And the person's like, well, I don't know. I don't I don't know. They're not cleared. And everyone's like, what? No one told us. So they're like all freaking out. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> like we tested him two days ago and it was negative and we've only been here. So I don't, I mean, unless you picked it up in the hospital, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's, we're fine. There's like, but it's not in his paperwork. So we can't. So they were like all in a tizzy. And then the doctor that was doing the anesthesia, uh, it was an older gentleman. I feel like he's been doing this for a long time and he just didn't really have a whole lot of patience. And you know, this is going to sound really funny. Hi, dad. I'm going to say something that dad does. You know when dad pets your head? You know, it's kind of aggressive. He means well, but like, it's kind of like... (laughs) What? Have you ever had that? Where he like hugs you and pets your head? Yeah. And it's like... He mean like he's really intent about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I guess, I guess I don't see it that way. Well, he obviously it's like out of love, but yeah, like it was, I guess it's I, like intense. It's not something I, I've been aware of. Okay, well, I I'm understand what you're talking about, but I, I think it's a generational thing, is what I'm saying. Okay, I think it's a generational thing. So this guy is like rubbing George's head, like oh. <laughs> Like, you're going to be okay, son. It's going to be fine. And I'm like, that's not, he's not. (laughs) You're going too fast. Your hand needs to be slower. We need to just. (laughs) I'm like, I can understand he means well, but I'm like, he, that's not helping him. It's fine. Um, (laughs) George is just like (laughs) looking at me like, mom, am I going to die? Like, no, it really is going to be okay. But he's at, George at this point is like hyped. Like he's like, mommy, I what I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. So then they're trying to put the oxygen the, the mask on. It's not for oxygen, it's for whatever the gas is to put him out. And he's like, eyes wide, like, absolutely not. Do not put this thing on my face. And they're like, Well, does he have an IV in? And I said, Yes. And so they're like, Okay, well, we can do it that way. So don't worry, like it's you know, it's okay. And so George is like looking around the room like a little deer or bunny or something. Oh, like he's just like frantically monkey. panicked on the bed, like, Mom, do not let them touch me, kind of thing. So it was like <laughs> so traumatic. I'm like looking at him and I'm like, George, look at my eyes, look in my eyes. And he kept looking away. Look at me, look at me. Do I look scared? No. And inside I'm like freaking out. <laughs> He's like, yes, you do. You look terrified, mom. Your pupils are like highly dilated. (laughs) I was like, do I look scared? No. I'm like, would I let anything bad happen to you? No. You are fine. You are safe. You are loved. I am here. I'm not going anywhere. And so they're like, they're like, okay, we're just going to. And as soon as they like attach the syringe and he starts to like, you just have this like, I don't know, like surreal, like pull, it's like zoom, like out of a movie, it's like zoom back moment of like, what is going on right now? Where am I? Like, this, right. it was so, How did we get here? So dramatic. So dramatic. Right? Like they, then they just, and are you and in they, a movie? the way they said it too, they like put the syringe in and like, we're just like one, two, three, he's asleep. 
like and the, the way they said it and he was he just knocked right out and i'm just like oh, oh my god they're like it'll be 45 minutes see you soon i'm like okay okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god so i just step out into the hallway and i just turn and look at mason and i fucking collapse like yeah. into his arm fucking like sobbing in the hallway <laughs> sobbing like luckily it wasn't a busy hallway so i could just be as dramatic as i wanted to be but it was like uh, 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 like, (laughs) i just felt like i kept it together together so hard yeah like just to be like i am your rock and then he goes in the room and i'm like i am dead this is the end who am i where am i I did not stop crying for those 45 minutes didn't i didn't stop crying okay can i just interject here for just for a little second okay just a little sec so mickey by this point has, we're all in a group chat together so like yes, the whole family is family, in a group chat together. Group chat. and she's like okay um he's gonna go for an mri they have to put him in anesthesia blah, blah 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 so i'll text you when it's done so like 45 minutes pat she said it's gonna be 45 minutes like the longest 45 minutes and so we're all like hmm like <laughs> Like Bev texts me, she's like, "How do you feel right now?" I'm like, "I feel like shit right now." Like, <laughs> she's like, "Really? Me too. I can't get off the toilet. I'm freaking out. I just keep shitting my pants." I'm like, "Everybody is shitting their pants. Mom's shitting her pants." You just Bev's added Bev on, uh, on. That's great. No, Th- but thanks for your story, Bev. Bev, mom, yeah. we were all shitting our pants. Yeah, like, we were all just like, "This is the worst 45 minutes ever," and yeah. like, we're not even there. So even to say it out loud like yeah. this is the worst 45 minutes for us we're not even there but yeah. it's we could just feel the energy around it yeah. even over here we were, it was transference it was yeah. like <sighs> yeah so yeah i texted you i think like well i texted you and was like that was one of the hardest things i've ever done in my life it was did you text me first because i think yeah. there was like this <laughs> we must have I don't know. I just felt like around I the same time you might her. have reached out and said, "How's it going?" And yeah, then it would have been twenty like, minutes I can't later. Wait anymore? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So then I I sat in this the waiting area, right? Like it's where people wait for people to come out of MRI, and there's no one there. It's just Mason and I, and there's no tissues <laughs> anywhere. No tissues. There's a magazine, which I thought was weird. Like, first, COVID. <laughs> Second, I mean, it's 2022. It's 2022. Why <laughs> is there a magazine? magazine? Who's reading magazines? Yeah. So, but yeah, there was no tissues. And I'm like, <sighs> I'm bawling, bawling. I used, uh, I was wearing one of the sweaters. So by this point, we had a bag. You guys had come yeah. and dropped a bag off. Yeah. So I was using one of my cardigans as a Kleenex. Because I mean, and it was covered, like the whole side of it was, and I was still crying. Like, I figured like, you know, stop up a little. It's fine. But like, it was getting soggy. <laughs> so like, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. So, and all these guys are walking past me and no one's looking at me. I'm like, that's weird. Like, you think someone would be like, can I do you? And by this point, Mason had gone to get us lunch. because So you were by yourself? I was by myself. Crying. Yes. So he went and got us the 
spinach salad, oh which like it was actually it was the only like healthy thing you could get in the hospital. Everything else is crap. That's a side note that I tangent I want to go on later. But like the only thing that we could get that was like healthy was the spinach salad. So he went to get that. And I, I was trying to stop myself from crying because I knew I had to eat and I only had 45 minutes before George was going to come back out and I had to have my game face on again. Yeah. So I'm like, and I need to eat something because I'm pregnant. Uh-huh. Side note, like I need to like take care of this other child inside yeah. of me. Yeah. Um. So finally this woman walks by who had, like everyone was just like head down, like doing their thing. Like they weren't like looking up and I guess they're used to patients crying, being dramatic. I don't know. Family being dramatic. But- <laughs> I was like, excuse me. And the look on her face when she saw me, I was such a basket case. Like, you know what I look like when I cry, right? Yeah. And this was like epic crying. So <laughs> you were probably like purple. I was so blown out and like snot and like, like snot because I didn't have Kleenex. So I was like, <laughs> it was like dripping down my face, like on my chin. I was just like, <laughs> I'm sure she was like, who died? Like, she was like, I will be right back, hon. I'll be right back. So she came back. She gave me a box. And their boxes of Kleenex, I guess, in the hospital only have 16 tissues in them. Oh. I'm not exaggerating. It says it on the side. Okay. It was like a mini box, I guess. I don't know. Went through that in like a minute. <laughs> it was all gone. Anyway, oh my God. So Mason gets back. I was able to eat the salad i was like surprised at myself i was mid crying eating this because <laughs> i knew i had to i knew i didn't know what george was gonna be like when he woke up i didn't know how he was gonna react to the to the anesthesia so i was like i need to be prepared so i have to eat something because if i don't now i'm gonna be hella starving later and this would be different if i wasn't pregnant but i'm pregnant so i have to do this wolf down the salad and then <clears throat> i could see this this it's all uh, covered through like frosted doors and stuff. So you can't see anything. But somebody came out one of the doors and I could see a bed being wheeled out. So clearly the MRI was done and he was coming back out. And she was like, you can go and stand in the hallway now. It should be five minutes. I'm like, okay, good. <clears throat> so we go, we can, I can hear him. I can hear him coughing. And I'm like, why aren't we in there? Why aren't we in there? Why aren't, like, actually though, like what reason is there that we could possibly not be in there? Like, mm-hmm. what don't they want us to see? I don't understand. Like, let us be there when he opens his eyes because he's terrified. He's four. Like, hello? Like, I was just like, am I the mom? Am I the mom that busts down the door? I might be the mom that busts <laughs> down the door. Like, what? Mm. So I'm like, you're standing in the hallway like there's nothing you can do. You're just waiting, right? You're hearing things and you're waiting for them to open the door. And they open the door and George is on his side and he's, he's whimpering, Mm -hmm. like he's scared Mm -hmm. and I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, instantly, I'm like, fuck, like, here we go. (laughs) Right? Like I'm, I'm already irritated because I'm like, that's out of my control. And that's really annoying to Mm -hmm. me. Um, and he sees me and then this team of, um, I was an anesthesiologist and somebody else, I guess, rushed past us. And they're like, we got to go. Let's go. And it's just like, uh, again. I'd like to be with him. <laughs> uh, well, drama. And he needs to see me. Like, mm-hmm. he's terrified. Like, let me. And I can't I can't keep up with the gurney because they're going so quickly. 
and this doctor was saying they put in that IV really poorly. And so it, was, uh, it looked like these two young nurses in Emerge that did it. So they obviously aren't as experienced as this anesthesiologist who's been doing it forever, right? So he was irritated about the quality of it. So he said, I took it out and put another one in. And I was like, okay, great. Like consent? No, is that not? Do not? I don't know. IVs, do they not ask if they can poke your kid again? I don't know. He was asleep. So I guess they're like, it's fine. But I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it. It's anyway. So he just says that in passing. And then he says, um, this child has very, very low oxygen. And I'm very concerned. And I believe he has a respiratory infection. And I don't know what we're doing down with the MRI. Like he was just like kind of venting to us. And so his parents were like, okay, like, what? Do, how would we know? How, what, uh, like, are you, we are not the experts. Are you blaming? <laughs> In this medical field, that's why we are here. Right. Like, I'm like, he has a cough. We're aware. But like, how are we supposed to? We're literally following this hospital's lead right now. Right. What are we supposed to? Anyway, so he was agitated. And so we get up to the kid. <laughs> The, our, our room and he's talking to nurses and he's like really doing he's like this kid needs oxygen now and so they're like trying to put a mask on him and he's just waking up and coming to and terrified and I'm like that's not gonna this isn't gonna go, this is not gonna go well they're like okay well if not the mask then definitely a tube I'm like he's four he's not gonna stick a tube in his nose right now give him an hour let him calm down and we can get a tube in his nose but they're like no he needs oxygen like right away so it was like everyone's talking kind of behind me and like I had to ask everyone to calm down like I didn't like look at everybody directly but I was Mason was like you know they're trying to get him oxygen and I was just like look he just came out of anesthesia you can see the state that he's in he's not going to cooperate with any of us right now we need to focus on calming down then we can focus on oxygen you're not going to get it your way it's just not going to happen So, and that's what we did. I focused on breathing exercises with him where we're calming him down. I'm like, look at me, like trying to get him to center on me. Mason ended up uh, using a hose with oxygen and blowing it at his face. (laughs) (laughs) And he kept hiding his nose. And I'm like, a fair, like who wants like a concentrated hose blown at the face? Like that was the only way, right? To get his oxygen levels up which is what we did um and he was like okay it was kind of like blowing air on him like cooling him down right because he was like obviously freaking out uh so that whole ordeal the whole anesthesia mri ordeal was like i guess it was about three hours of heightened hell yeah like (laughs) drama yeah and in my opinion unnecessary drama it sounds like it yeah but like I don't know. What do I know, right? I'm not a medical professional, blah, but I'm like, I feel like this could have gone smoother. Yeah. And not as intense. <laughs> not as like dramatic is the word I want to use. It didn't have to be that dramatic. Like we can do this more efficiently. Anyway. So all of that to say, the MRI was clean. <laughs> Great. So like they're like, the good news is nothing on it. So what they realized is that the um what this doctor had flagged in the anesthesiology in the mri was that he definitely has a respiratory infection and so then they were like we need to book um an x-ray and an ultrasound to like see what's going on in his lungs so eventually they discovered that it is pneumonia so what they all agreed to was that the leg pain was a red herring 
they're just like most of the time if they have an infection or a fever it can be referred pain to the stomach or like the hips but like they don't really see it in the legs mm. but that's what they think it was they think it was they called it referred pain that was showing up in his legs um but it was ultimately pneumonia and uh fluid in his lungs so when they found out there was fluid in his lungs this was the third day the doctors came in in like this big group it was like eight of them um and that's the thing he had like a big peds team on him and the are the woman that was there was two of them was a man and a woman that were in charge of george's care and the woman says uh from his ex this was just after the x-ray from his x-rays Uh, It looks like there's quite a bit of fluid that has built up in his lungs. So um, if I was a betting woman, I would say we most likely uh, have to have surgery and put a drain in the side of his body, like at the bottom of his lungs, to drain the fluid. (sighs) I'm like, okay, great. We have to go through all of that. Like, this is my first thought is we have to go through the anesthesia again, which is like, I guess he's been through it once before. So maybe it's less scary. I don't know. But I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that again. So I'm like, okay. And they're all like, you know, from, it's hard to tell from the x-ray. We're going to do an ultrasound in the morning. And as soon as we know more, we can decide and we can have the lung specialist have a look and decide. So we're like, okay, so one more night. And so that was the that was the day that I started to fill everybody in um, online mm-hmm. on Instagram to say, I believe in the power of thoughts and intentions and prayers. And so I'm going to put it out to all of you listeners and followers uh, to send healing thoughts. And <clears throat> I kind of want to come back to this after I finish this story with George because I think it's important about what I was doing leading up to all of this with Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about this in a minute. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I've been developing on my journey. If you've been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey... I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, There was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity and I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I 
I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability. You do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. So the next morning, we uh, we go get the ultrasound, which George is less afraid. Like each procedure we were doing, he was getting less and less afraid. But like anytime we went anywhere, he was terrified. Um, so, you know, we this one, I'm like, they're just taking a picture like for the x-ray. And then they're just taking it. But this one's a video for ultrasound. He was okay with both of those. Uh, and they showed us the ultrasound and... It took a long time for it to come back, but they, they said that uh, they don't think it's enough fluid for uh, for a drain. And they think that it will heal enough with antibiotics, but they're going to keep us one more night with antibiotics and to watch it. And then we'll do another ultrasound to make sure. So, of course, they sent another blast out <laughs> that was like, all right, fam, like visualize this fluid like drying up and disappearing so that we can go home tomorrow. And we went for that second ultrasound and the, the fluid had gone down and they were like, okay, I think we can fight this with just antibiotics. And so it worked. Mm-hmm. And so it worked. Um, so yeah, we came home on the Thursday uh, with just oral antibiotics and they took out the IV and um, it was really really nice to be able to come home and it really did prove to me like what's possible in my opinion this is my experience of it all with Mm -hmm. the power of with the power of thought um i guess this leads me to the joe dispenza little speech so um leading up to all of this right i was on the film set for a couple of weeks and so i had a lot of mornings to myself lining up for the ferry and getting ready to go and i listened to a lot of joe dispenza and so his most recent uh interviews uh with different like podcast hosts and youtube hosts and whatever he was talking about how he has this group of people in his organization who specialize in uh like meditative healing so they were doing it in person before the pandemic and then the pandemic hit and they're like well let's try it remotely let's just see what happens and they're very of course well trained and have been you know meditating forever and believe in the power of this type of energy work and they've been healing people like all over the world remotely through the power of their uh, intention 
and Joe's blown away by it. And he's um, bringing it. He's he, you know, his interviews are really interesting, particularly of late, because he's decided he openly said he's decided to stop being afraid of what people think of him just because he's seen the miracles that this work is doing. And he's like, if I don't bring this to the world, I'm depriving the world of what's possible. Mm -hmm. So I need to set my ego aside and just take it and make sure the world has access to this information because it's really powerful shit. Mm -hmm. So sorry, I'm really short, short of breath and it's because this baby's like really pressing into my lungs right now. Um, so I was learning about all of this. I was learning about the power of intention mm-hmm. and particularly in groups. So, you know, there's a part of me that was like hesitant to post anything online because, you know, I don't want it to come across like attention seeking mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I also know the power. I know the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen it done before. I've seen, you know, there's a friend of ours who her um, journey with her two little ones, they're twins. You know, she had an insane pregnancy with them. She yeah. had two surgeries, I think, maybe, she maybe more. But before she delivered, they did surgery, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're okay. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a couple of times where it didn't look like they were going to be okay. And they were okay. And... She kept saying, we believe in the power of prayer. We believe in the power of prayer. And I was like, I feel like there's something to this. And I was one of the people that would take a minute and visualize them healthy. And mm-hmm. I was like, Cause I, I hope someone would do that for me mm-hmm. with my kids someday if I ever needed it. And so I put it out there and <laughs> the doctors coming in and being like, the fluid's gone down. We're just so amazed. Like, this is this is great news. Wow. And I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, Mm. oh, yeah. And, like, we're going to keep watching, but if, you know, if this keeps going well, then you can just go home. Like, they were just kind of like, huh. And I was like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I learned a lot with that Mm -hmm. and the power of my own faith and belief. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean in God because, like, that has religious connotations to it that I don't identify with. Not if you do, that's fine. But I, I don't relate to that. Um, but I mean the power of people mm-hmm. and the power of energetic intention, mm-hmm. right? Like when a group of people focus on the same cause, mm-hmm. crazy shit happens. And you've got a story that you can share here shortly about that. I do? Yeah, that you read in your book that you shared with us. What? Yeah, but people that change the records. Oh yeah, yeah. We can talk about that mm-hmm. um, if we have time. It's. I feel like we could talk. It might, might not be this episode. I was gonna say. One. I think we'll do another episode. We'll do another yeah. episode yeah. of update. Um. So yeah, I mean, there's a couple reasons that I wanted to share this story, but a big, a big one is, I I'm hoping that, um, people listening, if you're listening, that this even just opens up your mind a little bit to the power of your your thoughts, your intentions, your prayers, and the power of group thoughts, intentions, and prayers. Mm-hmm. Just keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there may be a time when you need it. And I want you to know that it's really, really powerful. Yeah. And it has the potential to really work. Yeah. So, like, 
remember that. <laughs> Keep that in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. And if someone asks you to do it, don't think it's not working. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you take two minutes to visualize someone's child getting better, that's working. Yeah. So it's worth it. Yeah. Like do it and trust that it is working. Yeah. Um, so I do want to take a minute or longer uh, to thank um, everyone that was a part of George's healing and our getting home. Um, it's kind of a list, guys. Because <laughs> you guys, <clears throat> you guys have made the list. So um, I want to say thank you to everyone on this list, and I really hope I don't forget anyone. Um, it's not intentional if I do, but I did my best to record everybody uh, who took the time to reach out. And this is this list mostly includes the Instagram messages. So um, I don't include all the texts and calls and um, the people that are really close to me in my life. And I think that's only because I've told them how much, how grateful I am for their support in person or on the phone so these are the people i haven't reached out to thank yet um so of course you know our family text chain um everybody that was supporting us on there i want to thank um skylar she dropped off a care package with food Mm -hmm. um this is skylar of skylar wellness i think we mentioned her on like every show uh (laughs) she's our local uh, reiki master she's amazing so she dropped off a care package and then we had um mason's uh i guess and mine too aunt sarah Mm -hmm. she dropped off a care package as well that had like these you know coloring books and stuffies and like food like really good food um both of them in tupperware containers that i still have and have to return Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) but thank you both very very much um the staff at the peds unit on kid 10 on at the khsc it was kgh but i think it's now khs kingston health science center yeah i think it's what it's called now Mm -hmm. yeah uh, so that's our hospital, but um, to all of the staff and doctors there, uh, they made us feel amazing. They were super like hospitable and kind, and they communicated with us about everything. And they just they didn't leave us in the dark. They were they it really genuinely felt like they cared. Mm-hmm. Um, so to everybody there, the nurses and the doctors were incredible. And now I'm going to call out all the OMJ followers, listeners that reached out on Instagram. Here's my list. And here I go. So we have Carrie Ann Russo, Laura Lou, The Hare and the Hound, Australia, AEU. Do you know who that is? The Hare and the Hound? I yeah, know. I think I do. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you to him or her. Um, Marion Hawkins, Sarah Foise, Musha.cat. Rochelle.Christiane, Riley Dory, Melissa Prince, Alex Mundy. Uh, what does this say? My writing is terrible. Ren Pack. Ren yeah. Dot Pack. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay. Carly Sorensen, Ali Bean, Brittany Fawcett, Tom Sinclair, Karina and Andre, uh, Kylie and Dolly at Mansky, Morgan. More most I'm saying that wrong. Sorry, Morgan. Catherine from Kelsey Summer, Amesha Kidai, Brenda Katzner, The Clean Bee, 
Becca Snowden, Aaron White, Brandy Vince, Angie Murphy, Mary Shepard, Michelle Joy, Laurelyn Blackburn, Jessica Lee, Rochelle Minnie, Susan Grimes, Izzy Reardon, Corinne Brown, Emily Sarah Esther, She Is Abundance, Pink Salt by Danica, Kathy Burkus, Abby Deliers, Hearts Megs, Hearts, <laughs> Jesse Boland, Elena Wagner, the Haines Sisters, Mia Sarris White, Callie Kincaid, Paula Faulkner, Steph Milner, Amelia Vivieros, Emily Parker, and of course the Abundance Circle. Mm. All of the women in the Abundance Circle. And there's another one on the list that you wouldn't really know about, but I have another group to speak to, right? Yeah, thank them too then. But she would wake up and think about, she didn't even know you or yeah. has met George, but she would wake up thinking about George mm-hmm. and then send him energy. Isn't that crazy? It's This is my point. Like, I'm just like, what? And she's like, I'm going to send him energy right now. So then she would do it. And then she says, I woke up thinking about him. How is he? I woke up thinking about him again. How is he? I woke up and my hand's energy just went to him. How is he? Like, she was just on it, on it. See, and this is my point, and this is why I felt it was important to create this list and, like, call everybody out, because... Her name's Misuma, by the way. Oh. We have to call her. (laughs) Um, It worked, guys. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, you said, I'm thinking about George. George is in my prayers. Thinking about you guys. Sending you love. Like, it worked. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't, I was blown away. Like you, that's a long list. And that's not just, that's not including texts and calls and yeah. Like what? Like it's crazy. The amount of people that took the time to wish him well. And he has no idea who any of you are. And no idea that any of that happened. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I was in a crappy place. And then I wasn't Yeah, like, you know, he's not thinking about the hospital, right? Maybe he is, but I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I was overwhelmed by the amount of support and love that we received. And I was able to witness firsthand the magic mm. of what happens when a group, this type of community comes yeah, together. Yeah, that's true. It's a right? different type. This community yeah. believes in this. This yeah. community believes in energy. Yeah. And healing and positive intention and love and and it's funny that you say believes in because it's to, to me and you now that we've done so much work around all of this it's it's not believing in it it's just knowing yes about it yes th- that they know about it right you know because yeah. it's, it's it's no longer just a myth or no longer just um, a belief yeah an idea it's yeah. not an idea. Right. It's or just, a theory. It's it is it just is. Yeah. Yeah. And that was apparent and it, yeah. it really made me feel humbled and filled with gratitude to be a part of this community and know what I know. Mm-hmm. You know, when the doctors come in and they're like, Yeah, if I was a betting woman, we're doing a drain and I'm like Yeah, or it's definitely a bone infection. Right. Yeah. I was like, Maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Or maybe it'll go away, or maybe I can heal it. You know, like the that one night where they're like, we'll see if the fluid goes down by tomorrow. It was like on it, you know, so I'm like on the bed with him and like picturing, I put my hand on his chest while he was sleeping and I like pictured my hand as like a sponge, like soaking the water out, like, and visualizing it disappearing and visualizing his cells going to work and like visual, like surrounding him in like a squishy love bubble and like 
using what I know, right? Mm-hmm. Using and like as a mom, feeling like all oh, this is all the control I have. Mm-hmm. So what can I do? Intend. That's what I can do. Mm-hmm. That's like the best thing that I can do right now. Mm-hmm. And ask for support from my community with mm-hmm. their intention because I now know the power of it. Right, mm-hmm. Joe. I'm, I'm so grateful listening to all of that stuff about the power of remote healing. And then being like, "All right, like let's put this into action," and then seeing the doctor's faces the next day and being like, "Okay, okay." And I'm like, from their perspective too. And, and this isn't knocking Western medicine at all because my son is healthy, you know, so it worked. But they tell you worst case scenario. Mm-hmm liability purposes for sure but like Mm -hmm. just so that if it goes better they're like oh great it worked out but i'm sure there's people that run away with that yeah (laughs) right that are like oh god i'm dying right and they just that we're getting a drain we're getting a drain we're getting a drain right it's like or or is there opportunity for positive Mm -hmm. here and healing here um, and again, this is just my experience. Like it could have gone the other way, I suppose, but I believe genuinely that it worked. Mm-hmm. I believe that. And it was kind of funny because I kept the doctors would come in, they'd leave, and I'd look at Mason and I'd go, I'm on it. And he would be like, whatever works. Like, <laughs> you know, like he's like, he's not on it like I am, but I'm mm-hmm. like doing Instagram updates and he's like, okay, you know, like whatever works for you, I guess. But then they'd come in with good news and they'd leave and I'd go, hmm. <laughs> see? And he'd be like, okay, okay. <laughs> He's like, I like what you're doing. Like, whatever you need to keep, just do it. Um, but yeah, it's like not where he leans, right? Mm-hmm. Like He's just taking it as fact and day by day. And, you know, let's just, let's just think positive. You know, like, let, that's all we can do. And I'm like, is it? Like it is, but there's much more mm-hmm. in terms of inviting support from others. So... Yeah, I just, I really wanted to publicly take the time to thank everybody and express, and I'm hoping, like I said, that it, it, that you remember this episode, that you Mm -hmm. remember it in a time where you may need support. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's when you need to reach out Mm -hmm. and you need to say, I believe in the power of prayer. And that word used to trigger me before, because again, it's associated with religion. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, that's just what it, it's just intention. It's mm-hmm. just thinking and feeling with positive intention. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing. Everyone should do it all the time. Like yeah. <laughs> we should always be praying for each other. Yeah. Um, so I want you to remember this and I want you to uh, use it. Use mm-hmm. this tool. It's very, very, very powerful. And it's, it's, it is something that humans use, but I don't know if they know their own power. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It's like, oh, thoughts and prayers. It's like, I mean, yes. <laughs> Sometimes thoughts and prayers, you know, politically, it's always like thoughts and prayers are not enough, right? Right. And like, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm like, I get it. Um, but when it comes to things like this or your own personal healing or the healing of a loved one, like lean on that because mm-hmm. I think it's really, really powerful. That's my spiel, I think. It's a good spiel. It was really long. I talked a lot. Yeah, you needed to. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's important. And I I feel like, you know, everyone is kind of fed such little pieces of information 
for those couple of weeks, even though there's clearly so many people invested. So I'm like, I feel like I owe you guys the story. Well, it's a good story too. Yeah. Like it is a good story. I was actually reminded of when Catherine tells her birth story, not that this is a birth story because right. birth stories are, oh my God, they're so insane. Yeah. Stay tuned. We got one coming. Yeah. <laughs> I love birth stories. Me too. But it was that kind of flavor. Yeah. Where you're just like, oh my God, what happened next? Oh my God. So it was a good story. Yeah. You know, lots of drama, lots of drama in there. Yeah. But yeah, we're yeah. home now. George has his last dose of antibiotics tomorrow. That's nice. Tomorrow being Thursday, this, ep- this episode comes out on, uh, Monday. But uh, yeah, he had his first day back to school today, which is kind of hilarious because I think the schools are going on strike, Mm -hmm. which is not funny, on Friday, which means he's been off for three weeks Mm -hmm. and then he's going back for two days and then who knows how long he's off for again. Uh, Timing is fascinating with this child, Mm -hmm. but like, how is he going to have a report card? Like, I'm pretty sure he's maybe spent a month in school, maybe. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Um, so yeah, George is well on the mend. He's the happiest today. I've seen him honestly in a long time. He went to school, mm-hmm. he came back and he was just really happy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, you were there. A while. You witnessed it. Yeah. Well, it, it took a couple of days too after we got home for him to get back to his oh normal my gosh, self. Yeah. It took him a while yeah, to get back. It was, he was so tired and just cranky and like miserable. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. So he's finally getting there, you yeah. know. And um, and we're finally getting there. Yeah, we're able to start doing the things that we love again. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, the course got canceled. Got canceled. Well, postponed. I'd say if you've been following along, um, Sam and I have this course that we've been talking about for weeks. And in order to celebrate three years of our manifestation journey, uh, and we had to postpone it because I was in the hospital yeah. for when we would when we were supposed to be teaching uh but the good news is it's been rescheduled Mm -hmm. uh if you haven't seen already have we posted that on instagram no no we haven't yet okay so you're hearing it right now uh it might it'll be posted if you check our instagram right now because it's monday oh you're right it'll be posted it'll be posted but it's also going to be in the show notes yeah so we've changed it to november 23rd to 25th and it's still a three-day live event yes um, it'll be at 11 a.m. EST on each of those days. Yeah. But if you can't make that, you can still get the recording like later that day. Right. So you can still kind of follow along and ask questions. And It's been very interesting because while George was in the hospital, our internet fixed. So we yes. had really spotty internet. Anytime we would go on Zoom, we could like cut in, cut out. And it's meh. We're like, what? If, we don't want to teach this. Yeah, on spotty internet. We're gonna have to find somewhere to go. Yeah, but while Mickey was away, while we would have been, yeah, doing it, it fixed itself. Yeah. So, um, yay. Well, I shouldn't say it fixed itself. We got a new, but I'm not gonna bore you with the details. Yeah. We have working internet now. Yes. So, that's great. Yeah, that makes it possible for us to teach from home. And anybody who was thinking about it but wasn't sure can Cons- now join us. And. I think it's, I um, obviously we believe in the, that I can't speak, the divine timing of it all. Yeah. So Sam and I have been spending, last week we spent 
a day on it and yeah. we still have more time to spend on revamping it. Mm-hmm. So we did do this back in May, but we've learned a, a shit ton since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're like implementing all the things that we've learned and we're just going to make it better mm-hmm. than even it was in May. So all of the people that were in it in May get it again for free as like an upgrade. Um, but if you missed it and you wanted to be a part of it, um, you, you can have all of this information at your fingertips anytime like you mean they can be a part of the course part of the course course, yeah yeah. and and keep the recordings like you have them right so you can have it at at your leisure um and we've we've added things this time we've made it rich and juicy because before we had designed it for a night just like a talk but now it's designed as a three-day event um Mm -hmm. with journaling prompts and like Things to make it really sit in, like sink in. Right. We want it to integrate into your body, mind, soul. Yes. We want you to spend time with this information. Yes. And feel into it and deeply understand it so that you're confident with it. Yeah. Like that's the goal here to make to make you feel as though you are an equipped conscious manifester. Yeah. Right? Like you're going out into the world and you have all of these tools and you can always refer back and like you have this guidebook, you have this like resource that can really help support you. Um, And so that's how we've been, we've been going through it with a fine tooth comb Mm -hmm. to make that possible. Uh, So I'm really excited Um, and we're still doing it. (laughs) We're not done going through it and we're, we're still constantly learning. Um, So yeah. So that's coming in two weeks, Mm -hmm. two or three weeks, November 23rd, just whatever that is. Yeah. That's like, it's like two and a half when weeks. We la- when we will launch it. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there's a link in the show notes that you can click. Yes. And that you can sign up and join us. Yes. We would love, love, love to see you there. Um, and we're also working on other little things, like little things that we want to offer through OMJ. Uh, I'd like to do a another guided walking meditation soon as a group because that was really fun last time. Uh, and I'm looking to do some, like maybe an intuitive course. And then I'm actually also working on a, um, podcast launching course. Cause I've had a couple people reach out and ask, what do I do if I want to start a podcast? I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just going to do one quick, uh, like what, what did I call it? Like a kickstart, you mm-hmm. know, like, it's just like, okay, here's, here's a quick, how to start one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I can lead you in the direction once you've got it going then you can accelerate it with an accelerator program but for now like let's just get you set up right um so yeah i've had a couple of people reach out about that so i think i'm going to organize one of those too anyway so there's lots of goodies coming to omj um so yeah just stay tuned and thank you for following along and listening this far and my biggest thing that i hope you're taking away from this i'm going to reiterate it again is the power (laughs) of your thoughts and intentions and the power of collective thoughts and intentions. Mm -hmm. Like don't underestimate it, lean into it, feel into it. It's really powerful shit. (laughs) It's like not to be taken lightly, you know, don't take it for granted. It works. You are very, very powerful. And what you intend is (sighs) your intentions are, I want to say like, it sounds silly. It's like meant for you, but it's like, they're just much more powerful. It's the only word I can think of right now. than I think until this point you've given them credit for. So sink into that and feel that and know that and go on with your day and trust that it's working. I'm going to leave it there. 
<laughs> is there anything else you want to say? No. Okay. As always, thank you for spending as much time with us as you do. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Thank you again to everybody who supported us in this little little chapter of our journey. Uh, and we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. There are literally millions of podcasts you could be listening to, and you chose ours. So thank you. If there was something that resonated with you today, this is your reminder to share it with someone you know. The whole point of OMJ is to inspire others to design their lives exactly the way they want it to be. No settling, no excuses. Our story can spread faster and farther if you help us out. We also love hearing from you. Send us an email, send us a DM, or screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. If you want more OMJ, visit our website at OurManifestationJourney.com where we have free downloads, our reading list, upcoming events and courses, and even where you can book your channeled session with me. It's delicious. Go check it out. If you want to take this relationship to the next level and be among other souls who are looking to connect, support each other, and evolve their manifestation consciousness, join the OMJ Facebook community. In this group, you will receive exclusive offers and have access to online live events. The music for this podcast is provided by the amazing and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the very talented William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. And we will see you next time on Our Manifestation Journey.